Hello and welcome back to the Naturally Be podcast. I am your host, Bethany. Here we talk all things natural remedies, holistic health and wellness. I am a birth doula and a yoga instructor, and my goal is to help women and birthing people throughout their pregnancy journeys, as well as just to encourage people on their health and wellness journey. So today I'm going to talk about a spiritual topic. I want to really hit on this idea that the grass is greener on the other side. If you haven't heard that saying before, it essentially means that, you know, we may think our lives would be so much better once we have X, Y, and Z, job, relationship, certain aesthetics, physique, money, right? Or that we think our neighbor or our friends or someone else, just that comparison, that someone else has it so much better than us. We look over our neighbor's fence and we see, oh, the grass must just be so much greener on that side of the fence because they have this, whatever you name it. If you were to think of like one thing right now when it comes to just your overall happiness, what would you say if you had that thing would make you that much more content with your life? I feel like most of us answer this question with something external regarding our financial situation or just our you know our physical health and our physique or maybe even a relationship oriented wish but i really really wanted to hit on this topic today because i feel like the grass definitely ain't greener no matter where you go okay (laughs) when we're talking about those specific things like external things that we think will make us happier right i'm 25 years old what i feel like is a life of many lifetimes 25 lifetimes i've tried on many different hats and careers and i've just met a lot of different kinds of people i lived in chile for example for four months with um an, a chilean abuelita and her dog and i learned from her about you know in their catholic faith what the traditions are and how certain values are prioritized in certain cultures i left my home country of the united states for the first time when i was 18 to go study in spain where i lived in a student dorm with american and spanish students um i have been in tech i have worked as you know the business oriented recruiter before like i have tried on many different hats you know and as you know now i'm a birth doula and a yoga instructor but i've worked in retail i've worked in customer service i worked at subway i've worked at the ups store i've scrubbed toilets in grocery stores you know i feel like i've tried on a lot of different hats in life and i just have so much to say about this topic of where we find our contentment in our identity i recently got back from a trip to north carolina because i was considering relocating and on this topic i I had the, you know, impression that in order to really find contentment and happiness, I just need to get out of what's familiar to me, maybe what's comfortable, you know, and leave my home state of Washington to just try something new and do, you know, do something different. See if, you know, it's the right step for me in this point of my life. And so I I did that. I bought a ticket. I rented a car. I went to Raleigh. I went to Durham. I went to Charlotte. I drove all around i talked to lots of people i toured apartments i had these discussions about you know 
cost of living and lifestyle and culture and food with people. And I saw that everything that I am unhappy with in Washington, it is also existing in North Carolina or in other places that I've visited at a different scale. And I had this realization when I got back that I think I have this tendency to yeah, compare and always think the grass is greener somewhere else, that it must just be my situation that I need to get out of. And, you know, I... I came to realize that, you know, there really is no perfect place or anything really that can give me true fulfillment in my life. Everything that I need comes from within me. And the things that I experience, the, you know, struggles or challenges that I face, just mentally speaking, in my personality and what I go through, I'm gonna bring that with me no matter where I go, even if I do relocate, you know? And again, like, I am someone who has just really tried on a lot of different things like I when I was working in tech I worked there for a year and I figured you know what I kind of saw this just isn't for me <laughs> like this is just not the lifestyle that I want to live and I don't really feel like this is you know I don't feel like I'm making a difference in a way that feels impactful to me anyways personally so I resigned I mean I was making good money I went to school for business and I got an internship in business and I got my first job in business right out of college which you know I was set I did everything I thought I was supposed to do and then day in and day out I was like mm, I just don't feel like I am living out my purpose so I quit my job which people were just doing like you got a full-time big girl job and you know people would really really kill to have that kind of role but I, I was just like it's not for me I quit my job I went to Costa Rica I went to a yoga lodge thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm changing my life. I'm making the decisions that are in alignment with me. Everything's gonna be good now. But the moment that I quit my job about two years ago now, was it two years? About a year and a half maybe? The moment that I quit my job was actually when things went extremely south for me. I had this mentality that, you know, if I just make these really big decisions that feel true to me, that everything will just work out in my favor. And if I follow my heart, everything is just gonna be great. No. After I resigned from my job in tech was one of the worst times of my life. You know, not simply because of that, like that transition of like making a career change, but just at that pivotal point, so many other things got misaligned when it comes to my health, my mental well-being, you know, transitioning into a no new career where then I just happened to get laid off anyways, like three months later after working full-time as a yoga uh, instructor and like working in health and wellness, the studio that I transitioned to full-time closed down within like three months of me working there. And so I literally quit this, you know, great job just to do something I really love and then have it completely just be like. Okay, deep breath. One deep breath, big breath, inhale. One big breath, exhale. <laughs> totally not work out for me, right? And then as I mentioned in my previous podcasts, I started having a lot of issues with my health. Like I found out that I had an ovarian cyst, which was caught on an x-ray for a different injury that I was suffering with. 
a deviated tailbone. I also sprained my ankle and have a number of other issues that I've had to go through physical therapy for. And like at that point, it was just so many things at once. I was also going through a breakup at that time. And you know, that's the main things, right? My source of income, my job, laid off, my health, a lot of major issues happening for me and relationships. I have gone through like a really, really hard time with the past relationship I was in that ended. And I feel like I'm just now starting to see the light of those situations. And I am starting to be in a place where like I, I can reasonably make big decisions, you know, and kind of change things around in my life as I see fit. Like I feel very like capable in that sense of, you know, I'm, I'm very confident that, you know, being able to explore different things and seeing, you know, if I'll enjoy them and like, you know, considering like big things like moving on my own, you know, somewhere else. You know, th I just feel grateful that I'm in a place where I, I can realistically like just be independent, take care of myself and, you know, feel overall just well-rounded in what I have going on, right? But, you know, again, I just had to learn this lesson again, I think. Um, traveling and going to different states and seeing that like you may not have one issue in, in a certain way, but you'll have others, right? And there's always a give and take. There's always a trade-off to whatever decisions we are making and i think that that is very obvious and logically that makes complete sense right that's it's like of course yeah like you change things up you're gonna have different results and different factors to kind of consider right but my reason for wanting to bring this up spiritually is i feel that again it it, it really it it comes down to that idea that we are trying to place our identity in one decision or in one aspect of life like a role in a job or a position a relationship or you know just big decisions like quitting one's job or moving somewhere else and kind of reinventing oneself which is something i'm really seeing a lot in mainstream media too is just that there's this theme of like needing to redo reinvent and completely revamp oneself and i'm seeing it a lot like just the rhetoric of like what you need to do by the time you are 30 or x age to completely change your life and finally get on the right track right i find that to be very harmful I don't like the repetitiveness that I'm seeing in that rhetoric of you need to do this, this, and this to completely like wipe all remnants of yourself away and completely just like throw it in the trash and become something completely new and like that nobody will recognize you. Like titles like how to change your life so that no one will recognize you in six months, like things like that. I just feel like that's placing your worth, your value, your identity in externalities like that. In my opinion, that's, you know, that's the wrong motivation. You shouldn't want to change your whole life because you want to be unrecognizable to other people or impress other people or like just simply cuz, right? Like, and I think that that's how I've been making a lot of my decisions. Also, like when I feel like a little bit less mature than I do now, I would think that this decision I'm making or this way of doing things is just what I need to do to like grow as a person and that 
you know, if I make this big decision or if I just follow my heart, again, like there was this thing where I was just like, I'm just gonna do whatever feels good in the moment and everything will be better, right? It's like, it's it's not, gra grass ain't always greener. And actually it's never greener in my opinion. I think there's just trade-offs and there's things that we don't see behind the scenes that, that we have to deal with um, when we do make these sort of decisions. And, um, you know, some of the main reasons that I felt like I couldn't live in Washington specifically in Seattle anymore is because of cost of living, um, just the weather. It's really tough out here in the winter, in the dark, gloomier seasons. And then the big one for me was people. So I grew up in Washington, but not specifically Seattle, but I grew up in Washington and I've seen over the years just the development happening in my hometown and all surrounding areas and the influx of people and the way that people treat one another uh, and the way that people just generally are. And I was just under the impression that, you know, like it's a big tech hub. We have a lot of tech heads. I was in tech myself and a lot of people tend to kind of just stick to themselves. You know, it's more of that city kind of energy where people are in a lot of high stressful, high pressure, stressful jobs and you know, let go is like, you know, to have fun. It's just like go drink or like, you know, just do things that maybe aren't necessarily good for your health. And I just, I, I don't know. I felt like, okay, I need to just get out of here. Like I need to escape <laughs> this kind of environment where it seems like people are just like so in their own little bubble and I just felt very isolated you know and I have all my friends and family here most of them and I still just felt like oh it must be where I'm at you know it must be this place and I've had certain interactions in the past too like living in the city city uh in the past year and I actually had one today which I'll just go ahead and share because I think is really relevant as far as like people and culture goes here I was unloading my groceries from my car today and I I use a big Costco wagon to bring everything to my part of the property where I'm renting a studio. And so I was just unloading my groceries and I see this car pull up beside me like nice and slow, rolls the window down. It's like an elderly white woman and she just right away, right off the bat is like, do you live there? pointing to the house behind me. But I was just confused because I was like, she didn't introduce herself. I don't know who this is. And she's already asking me where I live. It just was really, really weird and aggressive. So I was like, uh, I live right over there. And I pointed to my house, which is directly across this, um, directly across on the same exact street where I parked on the corner. And she goes, but do you live in that house? The one like right behind me where my car was. And I was like, no, like, um, I didn't know what to say because I was I was just I was I felt very like weird and like she was interrogating me like I wasn't supposed to be there even though I live here. So some awkward silence passes and I'm just like, um, are you just introducing yourself or like do you live here? Like basically like who are you? <laughs> and she goes, I'm so so I, I'm so and so and I live in the middle of the block. And I'm like, okay, uh, all right. <laughs> uh okay you take care like and so it was just like really awkward and aggressive and weird and then like she just like pulls away and i was like that felt very racist and discriminatory and targeted um uh, because like there was no reason for her to be asking me where i live i was parked legally in the residential parking where i live <laughs> where i always park my car where there are no signs for private parking because it's not <laughs> um and I was legally parked. So at that at that moment, I was just like, yeah, that felt very weird. 
and just discriminatory like why is she targeting me and asking me where i live is not even saying who she is just feels entitled to asking you know so just kind of that like feeling of like i don't feel like i belong here you know that's what it really brings up for me it was kind of triggering for me um it just happened today but it was just it was just that feeling of like i don't feel like i belong here and people are just like kind of not very welcoming or warm seemingly you know um but stepping back like i just want to say that while that lady was completely in the wrong the way she treated me she had no manners she had no right to be questioning where i live or where i've parked <laughs> it's not like she's the police or like some authority for the hoa it's just completely random pulling up on me like that i mean in those situations like it really does make me feel like okay i just need to leave the city or i just need to leave this area and go somewhere where there's like more diversity go where there's more culture just more people of color where the weather is warmer and just like where people are more friendly you know like that's what it triggers for me but i do want to step back and say that i think that ha that person is obviously like very disrespectful and has no manners but they're not a reflection of like everybody else you know what I mean like I got back from my trip to North Carolina and I was kind of just like you know I think I might have just been in a negative mindset because of experiences like these but I do feel like a place is what you make it people do make a place but the city is really like what you make it and the experience is really what you make it and the way that you view your life is really what you make it. Not to say that, you know, those kind of negative experiences don't trigger or have a very great impact on actual tangible, you know, outcomes in our lives and ways that we feel safe. But I feel like in general, you know, coming back here, I felt a sense of peace really because I felt convicted in the fact that I think no matter where you go, you're going to experience, especially in the States, like you're going to experience things like that, you know, or just in general, like sometimes you're going to experience people like that, um, maybe more in other places than, you know, maybe others. But just in general, I think that, you know, what I really want to like tie it all back to is I feel that our lives are really what we put into it and the energy that we bring. Because when I tell you all I told this woman was like you take care like I tried to just kill him with kindness because I feel like if we just feed into the energy of negativity and we feed into the energy of assuming that everyone is out to get us that I mean then we're just gonna live out of that mindset and we're always going to think that people are out to harm us and we're not going to be able to trust people to really build those vulnerable connections that you know may be right in front of us but because we are just you know refusing to to be vulnerable or refusing to give anyone a chance we then isolate ourselves you know and I'm not saying that it's like easy at all especially in situations where like people really are disrespectful or just you know no they don't they don't know common sense honestly um but I think in general like it's just important to bring the energy that you would like to receive in the world. And if you just move from that loving place, if you just move from that unconditional loving place, like there's really like nothing that anyone can do to you because you're just gonna dissolve any of those negative, you know, interactions or any of those just, you know, pretty much just those people who are very miserable with their own lives. So they have nothing else to do but try and spread that to other people like a disease. But again, like if you carry yourself with a sense of kindness, compassion, lovingness, 
and you just spread that really nobody can touch you nobody can really touch your spirit nobody can really make you feel less than you know like you don't belong or like you aren't you know supposed to be there or be here and i feel that the way that i'm trying to cultivate this like lovingness compassion and you know kind of mentality is just like being grateful no matter where i'm at expressing gratitude really cuts through a lot of anxiety and worries and just negative feelings that we may experience to get to the root of fears turbulence in our spirit you know like there's on a plane right and the plane is shaking and the pilot's like okay buckle up we're gonna be experiencing some turbulence please stay seated you know it's like that in your spirit what is causing the jumpiness what is the spirit wounded in right what what are those kind of tender parts of the heart and when it comes to that comparison of oh my life would be so much better if i was just in a in a different city i've had a lot of experiences in different places with friends from different backgrounds i've visited pretty much like almost every state in the us and i think that we bring our own energy to life like if i just let that woman like ruin my day and you know kind of spit that venom back at her i feel like that would just cause more turbulence in my spirit because it would show that i'm letting her get to what's sacred to me which is my worth and my value and that's just simply not the truth like whether or not she likes that i live in this neighborhood or not i mean that's that's not my problem <laughs> that's not my problem that's her, that's her problem that she's gonna have to deal with her discomfort of me just existing unfortunately for her right <laughs> But again, it's like there is, I feel no simple or one answer to solving or reinventing one's life. I think that in the day to day, we cultivate who we are. We cultivate and nourish our spirit through a series of choices that we make and are faced with making in the way we treat others, in the way we treat ourselves, in the intentions that we bring to all those that we in interact with. And I'm beginning to feel a sense of peacefulness in my life that I just definitely did not have before. Um, I feel less reactive. I feel, again, like when you move with love, you really don't have anything to lose. When you move from a place that's like well-intentioned and true and authentic, like there's simply no wrong that you can do when it comes to the experiences that you have in your life. Like for me, quitting my job was, sometimes I have looked back on it and kind of regretted it. But at the same time, I'm like, no, I really feel like that was a decision that was authentic and true to me. And while I wouldn't necessarily say that my life is easier now doing more what I love, it's more difficult in a lot of ways, but I, I do feel more at peace. And I want to stress that there, again, is not a single point of light in which we just have pure enlightenment, in my opinion. And I think that if we have the expectation that one day the grass will be greener on the other side once we get something that we always wanted, we're in for a surprise. I was surely in for a surprise when I realized that just quitting my job and going and traveling wasn't going to make me actually more peaceful and a more loving person it actually brought up a whole range of issues it caused like the the time that i received on the other end of like quitting my job and being unemployed and just like truly 
learning about myself when I have nothing to distract me. It was painful. It was very eye-opening. It was scary. I felt alone because I'm the one responsible for my life, right? Like I'm the one responsible for how things play out in the decisions that I'm making. And when they're not going how I anticipated, it's kind of like, well, it's all my fault. Like I must just not be doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. But all we can simply do is move from a place that is, again, true and well-intentioned, is authentic to us, and goes back to the root of like, why do I feel like my life would be better if I had that thing? Is it so much to do with that role or title or label or point of my life? Or is it more the feeling that I am lacking in my life currently? When I quit my job, the feeling that I was really lacking was a sense of like excitement and and passion and yeah spontaneity in my life like I, I I really feel like I did need to learn the things I did and I did you know ultimately like make the right decisions but it was not glamorous at all it was not glamorous and it did not play out at all how I thought it was going to and yeah it really made me question myself you know following my intuition or passions or following my heart was something that I should really be doing <laughs> <laughs> if the world is even going to allow me to live the way I want to, you know, it's it's extremely hard, you know, to live like a creatively, a creative, passionate, free life where I can still have like certain things and take care of myself. The reality hits that it's a, it's a tough hostile world out there. It's a lot of competition and it's easy to get lost in all of the voices of social media and of just mainstream media. And I really want to just stress like returning back to one's intentions and the feeling of what we're wanting to cultivate and nourish in our lives, spiritually speaking. Is it that I actually want to go back into tech or that I want to have that certain role and make X amount of money? Or do I feel like maybe I'm lacking a certain, a certain sense of stability in my life that I can create in other ways in my businesses, in my brand, in what I'm doing, right? It's kind of a whiplash effect when we think that the grass is greener on the other side because we'll step over the fence and we'll see like, oh, maybe it does look greener, but is is it even real grass? <laughs> like for all we know it could be turf and it and the ground and the soil is dying underneath we have no idea of what's really gonna happen when we compare ourselves or make certain decisions in our lives right what's really going on behind the scenes of the decisions that are supposedly going to reinvent and completely change the whole essence of who we are so that we are so unrecognizable to the world and nobody like forget what anyone says like reinventing yourself so that no one can recognize you or that so you can be so untouchable i feel like this is just another response to trying to put our identity in something outside of ourselves and really valuing overvaluing, overcompensating on trying to impress others and trying to seemingly be like some powerful, like completely changed version of ourselves. We shouldn't do things out of wanting to be unrecognizable or completely different just for the sake of being different than who we were. Like, where do you actually want your life to go? How do you actually want to feel when you wake up? These are the questions we should be asking instead, right? Spiritually speaking, what do you really want to cultivate in your life? Spiritually speaking, what would create more gratitude and peacefulness and contentment with who you really are 
and what you are doing in your life and the choices that you're making and just moving from that place sometimes it's it's really unclear what the answer to those questions are but i think it's important to ask them and i think it's important to be gentle when we ask them especially when the answers are changing and we thought we wanted one thing but we really did not we wanted something else right and it changes throughout like maybe you took a career path that you thought was going to be better or work out for you and then you saw really in reality when it comes down to it it's really not for you and then you switch you know you're questioning like the decisions you're making or maybe you recently left a relationship something ended in a friendship and you're questioning like was that what i needed to do spiritually like is that the right decision, right? Who do you really want to become for the sake of your spiritual sense and spiritual self? How do you want to feel? Like, how do you really want people to feel after they have had a conversation with you, after they've spent time in your presence, after they've really interacted with you? What do you want to share with the world? What is the impact that you want to have, if any? And so for myself, reeling it back, getting experiences in different fields, I feel like what I've always been chasing is just to feel like my voice matters and feel like I'm fulfilled in my passions and I, I am making a difference, making someone's life better. That what I do matters, that when I wake up, my time and my energy and how I spend it is valuable and that I should use it not only to care for myself and my family, but to spread my love and my energy to helping those that I can and that I feel inclined to do so and to serve others, to be devoted in my life to what I am doing and feel so convicted in, in it. And that's essentially like what it comes down to for me is I wanna be convicted in the lifestyle that I'm living and the choices that I'm making and just move with the information that I have at the time. And regardless of the outcome, you know, know that I tried my very best to at least move from that authentic place and to cultivate more peace in my life because that's really, really important to me. Certain priorities kind of start to drop away as I get older and I realize how short life really is and how fragile life truly is. I don't want to spend my life chasing after something or someone or anything simply because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do or that's what would be impressive or that that's what would give me a sense of purpose in the world. It's as simple as my purpose is to love others and to try and share unconditional love. Like, it's as simple as that for me, but that's gonna look like objectively different for everybody, right? How someone serves and feels fulfilled in their life and in general in their careers or whatever aspect, it's gonna look different for everyone. And that's what makes it beautiful. Like we're all different manifestations of that unconditional loving source from within. I feel that an oversaturation of certain aspects of life always lead to trouble. When we fixate on having something so bad you want it, like so bad, so bad, like say like that relationship, for example, like you wanna be in love so, 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 so bad. That all, like imagine if all you did was just like, every day you wake up and you're like thinking, I just can't wait to be in a relationship. This is gonna give my life so much meaning. Once I meet that perfect person, everything is gonna be so great. Grass is gonna be greener when I meet him or her or whoever. And then imagine like they knocked on your door, they show up and you're like, wow, like 
you're here finally and there's gonna be that moment of like oh my gosh everything's so great like ah, la 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 but then after some time you know things are gonna start to fade the excitement the newness of it all it's like feeling like you're placing your worth on one aspect in in um in excess it creates problems it's not fair to that person whoever it may be like if you were to end up meeting the love of your life tomorrow because it is not their responsibility to be the reason why you want to live every day do you know how much pressure that would be that's so unhealthy that is the hard thing with love it's like it really does make you do the wildest of things okay but it's not fair to them and it's not fair to you to be placing so much of yourself in another person because you outside of them are your own unique beautiful spirit you are an extension of the divine you are an extension of creator of source your energy comes from the same beautiful powerful source that we all come from but it's uniquely you it's uniquely yours in the way that you express it the way that you are your personality all the things that you enjoy doing like that's uniquely you and when we really tap into that place of like, who am I? What is my version of, of expressing my spirit? And then coming to accept that, you know, coming to accept that there may be certain manifestations and expressions that we have and personality, you know, kind of personality, what's the word, like characteristics that we actually, we don't really like or that we find to be difficult right to manage or to express you know for me speaking like as a creative i love creating i love art i just love expressing myself i find it so therapeutic but i also really struggle because if i am not creating and if i am just in any like situation where i feel like i'm being like restricted i have a hard time like truly committing through on it because I just want to like, uh, like burst out with like the fullness of who I am, right? But there's certain situations in life where like truly like you're not supposed to be expressing yourself. You're actually supposed to be quiet. You're actually supposed to be holding your energy in for the sake of your own self, right? Not because someone's making you, but because it's actually a good thing to appreciate the sweet silence the solitude to not always be putting out something into the world but to learn how to have that hermit mode to learn how to be alone with all of your creative juices and energy and allow yourself to simply rest and to simply be to naturally be right just in your space in your body in your spirit and not constantly having to like pour out into the world or pour out into something at every single moment of the day and i feel like being able to create from a place that is grounded and is authentic to you that's just different for everybody right but my challenge in that is like okay how do i know if this is a moment where i want to create and put out something where i want my energy to like go out into the world or how do i know when it's a moment for me to simply rest to not put out anything to not create to not speak essentially to hold my voice and to nourish myself right now or to spiritually you know pray and only have that relationship with god at that time to only have that conversation or that creativity 
go towards creating something in my life for me, right? Not for the sake of, you know, putting it out constantly or having something to create or pretty much like that productivity. Like when you mix productivity and creativity together, it's like, it feels impossible. It feels impossible to, to put the creative spirit with the productive, like, realistic worldly mindset that we we know we need to like constantly be producing something you put create the creative mind and the pr productivity mind together and it's like this you know it's just like that's my challenge all the time is like i love that i am someone who's very expressive and creative but when I'm trying to cultivate that energy and like withhold myself and basically like be more grounded, it's hard to do when you feel like you have to be productive on the other end of it, right? They're just like fighting each other like this. And so in my life, what I'm working on is simply like trying to bring these pieces together from a well-intentioned place, going back to those questions of like, okay, how do I want to actually feel? What What is the feeling that I'm trying to create in my life? And are there different facets of me wanting to be more productive or me trying to hone in on my create my craft on my creativity and kind of start to fuse them together in a gentle way that's going to shift that's going to start you know one way and then maybe end up another and then through different seasons of life right like everything kind of combining and closing in on each other where you feel like you're completely moving from a place that is just free you're completely moving from a place that is you know true and authentic but also having the the boundaries and the personal having the personal self-awareness to know when to step back and when to say okay i want to speak i want to create i want to express but it's actually time for me to step back it's actually time for me to be silent and rest and pray that is really where i'm at now and i'm bringing different pieces of my passions together in a way that's going to be sustainable hopefully and that i'm putting together at my own pace which is something that i am still learning but i feel like at least as of late, I'm um, having a good rhythm with is just business and, you know, branding and bringing the personal and professional pieces of my life in a harmonious way. And just knowing again that the grass ain't always greener. What we really need to focus on is the roots within, the roots inside and the garden within ourselves and really grow from that place that is true to you. Thank you for tuning into Naturally Be Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany. I will see you in next month's episode. Bye! And get to the root of whatever is happening and unfolding spiritually, if there's turbulence in our spirit, you know, like there is on a plane, right? When the plane is shaking and the pilot's like, okay, 